Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me. In my opinion, other information comes from the Internet. Today is March the 12th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Uh, first and foremost, coronavirus rant. And like I've said in previous episodes, it just seems like this coronavirus changes on a daily basis. Um, a, uh, friend of mine who I played high school football with he's now a doctor he he's saying that basically (laughs) I don't believe this but he's saying like nausea headaches anything right now could be coronavirus related I'm not a doctor that could be true but you know we've all had ailments throughout our life was that coronavirus is is the coronavirus so potent and strong that it can just trigger any kind of medical anything i i i hope that's not the case like i said i'm not a medical professional but i mean i can read exactly what he said um okay i posted uh so any symptoms of any kind is now COVID 19 um and then he replied, one of the biggest signs is nausea and abdo- abdominal pain seen with patients who are COVID-19 positive to fever, sinus, sinus nasal congestion, like headaches that are actually more so fever-like symptoms involved with nausea, pain, very, very strong signs. Ask any emergency physician. And then he added a second reply. Oh, yeah. Points. Oh, yeah, points that are hospitalized or patients, I guess is what he meant to say. Patients that are hospitalized are also being treated for Pepsid uh, as well as for abdominal relief. Pepsid, I guess that's the medicine. So I'm reading that directly from my social media. Uh, And, um, you know, I just don't know what to say. I mean, he's a doctor. He's saying that. I I don't believe it. You know, I've had like different ailments throughout the course of my life. I feel fine. I don't have a fever. I don't have a cough. I don't have any chest chest congestion. Um, You know, I do what I do every day to make myself feel better in terms of um, health nothing illegal by the way um i've been doing for a long time so you know if you eat right you know take care of yourself you know you don't smoke you don't do drugs or whatever you don't smoke you know they're saying that you got a pretty good chance not of not getting this but i mean it is what it is i don't know what it is it could be anything it could just be you know it could be anything. I'm not going to speculate. I don't want somebody knocking on my door. So 
Um, that's going to do it for the coronavirus rant. Um, let's get into some of the uh, Florida State stuff here. Uh, this next segment is not really Florida State related. It's just like sports in general. And it's entitled Juggernaut versus Lucky Team. Um, we have we. I'm trying to think of some lucky teams throughout my life that actually won championships. I want to say like the the first Super Bowl that uh, Tom Brady won. Everybody was actually pulling for the Patriots in that Super Bowl. Then they just turned into a dynasty. You know, when they the Rams were like the incumbent champs and then everybody was pulling for the Rams and Tom. I mean, everybody was pulling for the Patriots and Tom Brady. Then everybody hates Brady. So that that's a a great example of how you go from lucky team to juggernaut. Uh, let me see. I can't really think of another. That's like the only one in the NFL, the NBA. Nah, I can't really think of any lucky teams that won the NBA Finals. Uh, college football. I can't really think of any They usually don't put lucky teams in the playoff Or they didn't put them in the BCS The only team that I can really think of That had a chance To really make some noise Was like Arizona State way back in the day When Jake Plummer was there Um, You know they came they was playing, I want to say, Ohio State in the Rose Bowl, and they lost. And if they would have won, they could have actually made a case for um, a split national championship. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, you could college football, lucky national, lucky teams that. Juggernaut versus lucky team. The juggernaut usually wins, but last year you had a matchup Clemson against, or this past season, Clemson against North Carolina. And North Carolina should have won that game. I think Mac Brown just gave it to to Dabo Sweeney, so the ACC could be represented in the playoff. That's how I really felt because the play that North Carolina ran at the end of the game was just a bonehead play. Okay, the that freshman quarterback from Monroe, North Carolina, uh, was Sam Howell. He he's a great player. You know what I'm saying? He he almost went to Florida State. I mean, I think he he would have been the starter last year. He would have been the starter last year, and our season might have been different. But um, that that rollout play they did that was just a bonehead play. I think that was just a straight. Okay, we gonna. I wouldn't even went for two. It was a two-point conversion. Anybody, everybody knows you kick the extra point and go for the play for overtime. Mac Brown gave him that game. So, juggernaut, that was juggernaut versus lucky team. You know, in the college football playoff, rarely do you have juggernaut versus lucky team. They don't put lucky teams in there. They put the money makers. Um, I don't think. In the last, in my lifetime, 
I, I mean, I think you would have to go all the way back to like 1984 BYU or something. It's like the only non-Power 5 team in my lifetime to win the national championship. Um, so the this is you. It just the proof is in the pudding, man. They don't put lucky teams in there. They it's always gonna be juggernaut versus juggernaut. Um, like I said, the juggernauts to me are the teams with the four and the five stars. The lucky teams are like the Boise States, um, the Houston's, the the Central Floridas of the world that build their team off of no star. One star, two star, three star, hungry players. I love those teams, man. It, it bring that's the true essence of football. Overcoming uh, adversity to win, overcoming better talent and winning. Um, you know. So um, let me know what you think about that segment, man. Juggernaut versus lucky team. Next segment is entitled Best Defense of the Three National Championship Teams. And I'm not even going to look at statistics. I'm just going to go off of what I remember. Now, that 93 team played against Nebraska in the uh, Orange Bowl. And I'm not even going to look up the score or nothing like that or say any stats. I, from Just from memory, it came down to a field goal. Right? And uh, it was a it was a hard fought defensive game, you know. Nebraska was on the cusp of of a dynasty. You they went to the Natty in ninety three, ninety four, ninety five, ninety seven. Um, so that was like four years straight, and they won. They won three out of four. They won in 94, 95. Then they split in 97 with Michigan. So that 93 Florida State defense was pretty good because they they pretty much held that run game of Nebraska's in check. Uh, the 99 team, uh, 49, or I said I wasn't going to say any statistics. But they played against Michael Vick. They didn't really do a good job against Michael Vick. Michael Vick still got off. Um, you had some outstanding players on that defense. Some all-timers. Uh, uh, Polly, Gibson, Simon. Um, I don't want to leave anybody out, but those are those are like the headliners, I think. Um, that I can remember right at this second because I said I wasn't going to look up any stats or anything. Um, and then you got the 13 team, which got into a shootout with Auburn, and they had a similar attack to Nebraska, but they had the passing game, a little bit of a passing game to go with it. And we all know that what the final score of that game was. So um, I have to give it to the 93 team, man. Is the best defense out of the ninety uh, out of the three national championship teams? I would say ninety three number one, ninety nine number two, and two thousand thirteen number three. Um, cause I really didn't expect Auburn to come in there and just roll over them guys like that. I mean, they had them. They, I mean, they Auburn was pretty much getting whatever they wanted. 
defensively we couldn't stop them. We made some plays here and there, but um, you know. So that would be my rankings for the best defenses out of the three national championship teams. Let me know what you think about that segment. Moving on to the next segment, which is, did the 99 win versus Virginia Tech in the national championship establish the Virginia pipeline? Without a doubt. I mean, most of the guys who we recruited out of Virginia later on were probably like, you know, kindergarten first grade second grade when they watched that game i mean you had players like Derek 90 ej manuel levante taylor kaylin laborn i mean you just we had a pipeline up there and i i wish we could reestablish that pi- that pipeline because jimbo fisher to his credit i mean he made that area a priority um I think I said Josh Sweat. Uh, I'm still trying to look up some information here, but the Internet's not really giving me anything in terms of that information. But I just felt like it was real important, man. So this is going to be a short segment. I want us to reestablish that. Virginia pipeline and get some of those players back coming to Florida State. Uh, last segment is entitled There's No Sporting Events Until November. I spoke on this yesterday because I did the NBA thing yesterday. Um, it is what it is, man. Um, like I said yesterday, sports is an escape from reality. For most people, it is for me. It's a chance to sit down and just not think about bills or work or you know ignorant people for one to two hours or two to three hours um and that's primarily what i use it for i mean i have my favorite teams and i follow them but you know if people don't have that escape i'm just wondering what will they do um because football is is very it's a coping mechanism for a lot of people. It is for me. You know, it's something that you look forward to every week when when it's when it's being played. So um, I don't know, man. I just hope that the uh, this thing either goes away or on its own or the government figures it out and we can get back to some sense of normalcy. But not at any cost. I don't want normalcy at at any cost i want normalcy organically not you do this and we can get back to this no i don't want that you leave everything the way it is um and i'm cool with that um so um that's going to conclude this episode i hope you enjoyed it it's available on youtube it's available um on all podcast uh platforms um be kind be courteous be safe be aware of your surroundings um you know do your research on flu and respiratory um viruses um and thank you for listening i appreciate everyone that listens on a daily basis and as always go nose